All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Wes. We thank you for your hand upon his life, for your anointing upon him. And Lord, as he comes now and brings this message to us today, we pray that you will anoint him, that you'll bless him, and that you will, you will speak into each one of our hearts, that we'll receive, Lord, your specific word for each one of us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Morning, everyone. Can you uh, bear with me whilst while I do some, um, put my laptop ready? Is that all right? What's that? Well, I haven't started the sermon yet, so I need to do some quick prep. Sorry, I'll just bring this around here. That's all right. Uh, that'll be fine. You want it there like that? Yeah, that's fine. Sorry, I was in the media this morning trying to help out, so I'm kind of running around a bit. Not the media. No, I wasn't in the media. I was in the sound a little bit. Here we go. Let's start again. Morning, everyone. Um, I'm a little bit excited this morning. Uh, I also got a little bit carried away with PowerPoint this morning as well. So I did some edits to my uh, presentation, and we may enforce a proofing of PowerPoints going forward for speakers. So just to, just to warn it, pre-warn it. Um, but today, I really want to talk about exercise, actually, because I'm, I'm a clear physical specimen. <laughs> so I thought we'd talk... <laughs> um, <laughs> certainly something. Um, but, so I've been training since I was 12, on and off, and then I, I fall in and out of love with cake too much, and then I stop training a little bit. I'm on the cake side at the moment, I'm trying to get back into the training side. Um, but I still do train a little bit. I train like, you know, once or twice a week at the moment, but I do have some goals in my life with fitness. I'd love to look like, like, I'd love to look like this man on the screen. Ho oh, ho. Yeah. That's the, for those who don't know, those who don't know, that's The Rock. Yeah. Rock, the Rock Dwayne Johnson. Um, there's another picture of him, of him there as well, another picture. Oh, yeah, I've got the clicker, haven't I? I've never used this in a message. Let's see if it works. Oh, he's wearing a cross. So he could, he could be a Christian. But I, I like to look along like this just to inspire me a little bit. Can you just tap it? Oh. Yeah. So it's good, isn't it? It's a good look. So... This is where I got a bit carried away. So I've got another picture. Of that. Oh. Yeah, there's one more. I did a before and after as well. Do you know what I mean? So I want to talk about exercise today. Um, can we take that off? Because no one will take me seriously while it's on there. Just going to go to the next, the next screen. The next uh, slide, sorry. So I'm going to give you the three keys that we need. Um, to get in shape like Dwayne Johnson, right? The three keys you need to get in shape to look like the rock, Dwayne Johnson. Key one, exercise. Get your workout on, right? You've got to train hard. He trains like one to two hours a day in the gym on weights and then does like 45 minutes or so on cardio. So it's quite a lot. When he was filming Hercules, he was up at five in the morning or four in the morning, training for two hours, and then he ate like six meals that day and then did some cardio and stuff. So you've got to train a lot. Um, and, in, and interestingly, um, for, you, for those of you who don't know, it's a little bit of a biology lesson, when you train, 
in the gym when you're lifting weights, you're not actually building muscle. So in the gym, you're, you're just tearing your muscle fibers. So imagine your muscle is like a ball of elastic bands. You're effectively stretching and, and, and tearing those elastic bands. So that's what you're doing in the gym. The whole goal is to try and tear your muscles as much as you can in a safe, controlled, and targeted environment. That's what you're doing, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so key two, key number two, is nutrition. Get your eat on. This is what I'm good at. <laughs> so you're not actually growing muscle in the gym. You're tearing your muscles. You're working hard trying to tear the muscle. So when you're eating food, you're trying to eat things like protein, um, some carbohydrates to give you energy, protein to help you recover your muscle, um, and then low fat so you don't have a belly. Um, and the last one on there is rest. Get your sleep on. So those are the three keys. And rest is always overlooked, right? But bodybuilders sometimes sleep up to 10 hours a night when they're in performing shape because they are training three hours a day. They're eating minimal calories, um, trying, to, trying to lose body fat and get as ripped as possible, and they need lots of sleep. So it's actually during the nutritional phase of your training and the sleeping phase, the resting phase, is when you're growing muscle. So when you're sleeping, your body's recovering, all those muscle fibers are put back together, but they're put back together stronger and bigger. So when you next exercise, you can do more of what you're training to do. So you can lift heavier, you can run further, run faster, jump higher, whatever it is you're trying to do. So for The Rock, or for me, it's trying to get a bit bigger or a little bit more toned. But that's why after you do exercise or do a long walk for the day, you get what's called delayed onset muscular soreness or DOMS. So you know when you like, if you pedal, cycle your bike for the first time in a year, and the next day you're in lots of pain. And people always say, oh, it's lactic acid buildup. Normally, it's because you've just torn all the muscles. So your muscles are sore and tender. So the nutrition enables you to get the food that you need. So ideally, eating less calories than you burn in a day, which is what's called a calorie deficit. Right? So if you burn 2,000 calories a day and you eat 2,100 calories, you're going to put on a little bit of weight because you've had 100 calories more than you burn. Right? And then if you burn 2,000 calories a day and you eat 1,900, you're 100 calories short, so you're, not, you're in a calorie deficit and you'll lose weight. So eating the right food and resting is so important for training because that's when your muscles actually grow. And it's interesting to note as well that when your muscles are torn and you've got DOMS, the pain, um, you're actually perceptible to illnesses and colds and flus at that time because your body, when you're training, doesn't know that you're working out. Your body just thinks it's under attack because it's all getting torn apart and stuff. So it's not like, oh, Wes is in the gym today. He wants to look good for summer. It's like, oh my goodness, this hurts a lot. I need to recover it. So your immune system goes into overtime trying to recover and heal your body. So then your immune system is lowered. So then you get colds and coughs in the summer if you're not careful. So you need to make sure you're eating the right amount of food, eating the right foods, the right vitamins, and sleeping enough. Is that all clear? I'm going to move on now. So we're not actually wanting everyone to look like The Rock, although if we all look like The Rock in this church, how cool would that be? Can you imagine it? Can you imagine just a whole load of just like beastly people in the church? People come in and be like, oh, I don't want to be here. Anyway, so what I want to... <laughs> this is a really hard transition. In my notes, I tried to work out how to transition into the actual message bit. It's a little bit tricky, so just bear with me on this. If we just go to the next slide. <laughs> Three... <laughs> to play on words there. Three keys to getting in shape like Jesus, the rock, Christ. See that? Yeah. He's the rock. Move over, Dwayne. Um, 
so, <laughs> so even when I was practicing this, I was like, oh dear, what's the next word I say after doing that? Um, so anyway, the message that I really wanted to bring was about exercising faith, right? And there is a layover and a crossover, and we can talk about that crossover. But I want to talk about exercising faith. And I kind of, um, we kind of went to the AOG conference a while back, and we were inspired, and Julie's been talking about stepping up and standing on the shoulders of giants. And I've had this real clear message of exercising faith. And for the longest time, I've had the, um, the picture of working out and training like Christian faith. I had that in my, my heart for such a long time. And I kind of thought, God, say now is the time to use it. So, or he kind of shown me a bit more about it, like putting pictures of my face on the rock. But um, I just want to give you a really short kind of analogy of of how it's really easy to get into a Christian life. And I, get, I actually, you know, this is, when I talk about these things, like, legitly, I am prime target for needing to improve on some of these things, right? So I'm not preaching at you saying, you need to do this. It's we, collectively, are all got things to improve on. Um, but this is often how I treat church. And this past two weeks is classic. Work was busy, life was busy. So I was a bit like this. The microphone is Sunday. Uh, no, the microphone's God. And let's imagine this position, location, where I am now is Sunday, okay? But God, I really, I really need a new job, and I really need help, and I really need to, to do this thing, Lord, and I just want to overcome this challenge, Lord, and help me, please, Lord, I pray, help me. I want to get better, and I want to do this thing, Lord, and I've got my job. Yes, I've got my job. Woo! <laughs> oh! I don't know what I was going to sing. I'm not going to sing. Yes, God. I oh, thank you, Lord. I got that job. Brilliant. Oh, good. Oh, it's back to Monday now. I'm going back to work. All right. Thank you, God. That is how I so often treat life when, when um, things are going well with God. Do you know what I mean? And like, I get in the weeks when things are hard and I'm struggling. Like, I'm praying. I'm like, oh, God, help me. Oh, I'm really bad. Oh, help me with this. Do this. Lord, please pray. And I get to church and I'm praising him and it's accomplished. And then like, instantly, I've accomplished this thing and that's as far as I'm going to go. And I'm going to drop the microphone, leave God on the Sunday and crack on with life until it's hard again. And I get like an incremental growth, like I've seen God in a new faith, and I've gone to the next step, and I've done something new, but I don't bring God with me in that week. And I don't think God wants us to be a church of people that bring God on a Sunday and leave him on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, I'm actually out of breath. Remember, key one, exercise. Um, so, let's look at the three keys uh, to getting in shape like Jesus, the Rock Christ, number one, exercise. Um, go on the next slide, please. So this is just a, an example of Jesus exercising the authority that God gave him. So God sent Jesus to die for us on the spot, right? He sent God, God sent his only son, Jesus, to live as a human being on this earth. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't like a demigod or something like that. He was a human being living on this earth. He was God's son, and he was... he 
regularly exercised the authority that God gave him over sickness, over situations, over different things. And this is just one single example of where a human being went into the supernatural and saw a miracle happen. So in the Bible it says, John 9, 1-7 says, As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? And Jesus said, it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins. This happened to the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us. So the one who sent us is God, and the one who assigns us the task is also God. The night is coming, and no one can work. But while I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. Then he spit on the ground, made mud with saliva, and then spread the mud all over the blind man's eyes. He told him, go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. And Siloam means sent. And so the man went and washed and came back seeing, and he had his vision. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it says here, in, the, in, that, in, the, in the, between three and four, it says, we must quickly carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us. And it's like instantly, Jesus is there telling his disciples to, be, to exercise that stuff. Like, be obedient. God's given you something to do. Be obedient. Go and do it. Yeah. Don't just come and receive, but go and do what I've said to do. Because I, I, I sent you and I've assigned you this task. Go and do. And then what Jesus did was pretty crazy, a little bit unhygienic, and he just spat in the mud, made a pool of like a, like a face mask, and then um, rubbed it over his eyes, and then told the man who was receiving the miracle to go and do, go and wash it off, go and do it, go and, go and exercise your faith, and go and wash it off in the pool, I've sent you, I sent you to the pool of Siloam, so I've sent you to this pool, and wash it off, and he came back and he was seeing. That's just one like, small example. Well, it's not small. It's pretty cool. One example of Jesus exercising the authority that God has given him. And can I just say also, we have that authority as well. And we'll come on to that. But that's living in us. Point number two. Or key number two. Is nutrition. So we look to exercise. Um, brief. Actually, sorry. Can I just, I missed this on my notes. So I was reading the Bible verse. So under exercise, just in a practical, pragmatic way, what we could look like in terms of exercising things in our life is serving in church. Yeah? There's needs all over this church. Yeah. If you see a need and God prompts you, be obedient and go and do that serving. Um, yeah. Exercising your gifts, speaking in tongues, praying for someone. If God says pray for someone, go and do it. Um, praying for healing and prophesying. Exercising the gifts that God gives us, not just on a Sunday, but in our life. So number two is nutrition. I spoke on this a few months ago, but we're going to look at 2 Timothy 3, um, 16. And it says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true, to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. It's pretty simple. Reading the Bible looking at Christian literature, feed, not feeding ourselves the bad things. Like the, the Bible is there to correct us, give us wisdom. So when we're exercising our authority, when we're out serving God, when we're out doing things and we're doing and we're going and we're being somewhere, the Bible and other people helps give us wisdom. It helps show us God's heart for things, what he really thinks. It helps correct things in our life and it helps nourish 
our hearts so we know what to do when we're exercising. Because sometimes God asks us to serve and it's quite difficult to know what to do, right? And, there's t- and it's totally, totally possible for the Holy Spirit to give you exact direction on how to do something. You can open your mouth and it will happen for you. Or you can go and do something and it will happen for you. But also, nourishing your mind, your heart, so you understand and have additional wisdom and you understand God's heart in things and what he really says in the Bible helps us to correct people, helps us to correct ourselves, and gives us the knowledge and wisdom to do things to a greater extent. It enhances our ability to exercise God's authority. Point number three is rest. Um, and we're looking at Mark um, 6, 30 to 32, um, and then missing the bit in the middle and carrying on. Um, for, for rest, this is, again, just another example of Jesus. I didn't want to look at like an anchor text, like one text, and look at this, because there's so many times in the Bible where Jesus exhibits how to rest. I ain't talking about watching Netflix or going on YouTube or playing computer games or doing your favorite hobby. Those things aren't necessarily bad things, but I'm talking about resting in God. And Jesus was the expert. So in Mark 6, 30 to 31, it says, The apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour and told him all they had done and taught. Then Jesus said, Let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. So they just come back. The disciples just come back from doing ministry. And the first thing Jesus says is, Let's go and rest. Let's go and find a quiet place and let's rest together. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. So they haven't been nourished yet. They haven't had time to rest yet. And the next bit, there were so many people gathering, Jesus then fed them all, which is the feeding of the 5,000. So he didn't have time to rest in that point because there were so many people, there was an opportunity for him to exercise more. He had to go out and do the next thing. So his rest was interrupted for him to serve God and do what he was doing, right? So God said, not yet, there's this first, be obedient, do this first. And God served God in that situation, and he fed the 5,000 people, you know, when the, when the bread and the, and the fish multiplied? And then it says this, immediately after, Jesus insisted that his disciples get in the boat and head across the lake of Bethsaida while he sent the people home. After telling everyone goodbye, he went up to the hills to pray, to, by himself to pray. So Jesus recognized the importance of rest at this time. So his, his, his disciples were tired. They hadn't eaten. Well, they might have eaten the fish and the loaves at this point, but they'd just been ministering and exercising and doing things and serving and going and doing and being. They went to rest, but there wasn't time to rest because there was more things that needed done now. And the first thing that Jesus says after they did more stuff and they saw the amazing miracle feeding the 5,000 was let's go and rest. He sends his disciples away and then he retreats and prays. Right? He doesn't go and read a book or just like watch Netflix. He goes and prays and he rests in God's presence. And if you look in the, if you look in the, in the Bible, there's so many times where they're like, where's Jesus? And he's always praying on a mountain somewhere. And he finds, he retreats and finds somewhere that's quiet by himself and he prays. Like, God sent Jesus to show us the way, right? He saved to save us and show us how to live our lives. I think there's something that we so often forget about. Like, when we're working out, we forget to sleep. And when we're Christians and we're exercising, we forget to rest. And we get burned out and, like, just, like, a bit empty on stuff. So we can nourish ourselves and eat all the food in the world, but we're not resting 
We're not resting in God's presence and giving ourselves time to refuel after exercise and after going out there and serving God and going and doing and going and doing and going and doing. And we don't do what Jesus did, who was God's son, and spend some time resting in his presence. We're going to be exhausted and not effective, can I add as well. So, and also I'd say in terms of the rest thing as well, um, we talk about when we're exercising and we're, and we're working out a lot, physically working out, not exercising the authority of God, but actually working out, trying to look like the rock. So when you all go home today and tomorrow, you start your new workout plan to look like the rock, and you're more susceptible to illnesses, when we're exercising for when we're exercising for God and we're drained and we're tired and we're not giving ourselves time to refuel, we're more susceptible for bad things as well. Like, the more we're accomplishing when we're exercising, the stronger we're getting, the more our faith builds, the more miracles we're seeing, the more powerful we're becoming in our faith and believing in the authority that Christ has given us, the more of a danger we are to the enemy and the more we are susceptible for him wanting to get at you. And the more tired you are and the more empty you are and the less you're filling yourself up with God and resting in him, the easier it is for you to become depressed, anxious, disparate, not wanting to do anything, giving up, I don't want to do this today, I'm not going to do it anymore, I'm giving up, it's pointless, I'm done, and it go wrong. So I would say it's vital that even today, right, after speaking today, like, I find it hard, and Dave and I have spoken about this, and some other people have spoken about this, like, I'm serving today, and it, it drains me quite a lot, like, I get excited, but, like, it can be nerve-wracking, like, I didn't really want to run around the church today. I don't know what that did for anyone, but I, didn't, I felt like I had to try and do it anyway. And I want to go home today. And I'm going to spend some time just resting. Because otherwise I know if I go back to work tomorrow, if I'm having to spend a little bit of time resting, I'm going to be a really agitated, miserable husband. Astro's going to get really annoyed at me because I get grumpy, grouchy, unhappy. I don't want to talk again. I'm tired. Do you know what I mean? I'm not good at it, but I'm getting better at it, resting. I'm good at watching Netflix, though. I actually got an award once. It said, it says, are you still alive? Netflix does, pops up. And it's when you've watched, I think, is it five hours in a row? So uh, take me on. If you can get that award, let me know. And you are equally as sad. <clears throat> but that's, so resting. And I think, like, looking at serving God, I know this is just an analogy, but if we're doing things a bit wrong, so if we're exercising too much, and resting too little, but we're eating enough, it's not going to work. We're going to be tired, we're going to be drained, we need that rest. If we're not exercising enough, but we're eating a lot, and we're being nutritious, and we're resting a lot, we're going to put on weight and get out of shape pretty quick. And when I was preparing um, this message, God has put this, uh, I think it's, uh, put this word, I think it's for, for us all here, and like, I find that when I'm not in shape, I mean with God, that it can feel like impossible to get back in shape. Like it's too big a journey. Do you know what I mean? Actually, when you put on weight, I don't know whoever he puts on weight, and you try and get back in shape, and you feel the extra moving around when you go for a run, it feels like an impossible journey because there's all this new stuff getting in your way of getting those, getting those abs back. And it sometimes feels like, there's a massive journey we have to accomplish to get back in shape with God. And God said this, and I, I don't know, if anything comes out of today, this is the one thing that I want, I, want, I want you to open your heart to hear from God. And it says it's never too late to get in shape. It's never too late 
to get in shape. Like the only person that will want you to think that it's too late to get in shape is the enemy, right? But that's not true. Because when God sent Jesus to die for us, and then he died and came back to life and set us free from our sins, when we have faith in him, we die to sin and we die to the old law and we're under the new covenant with Christ, right? So we're married to God and he set us free from sin. The, there's not, there's not, it's not able to get us anymore. When we have faith in Christ, it's not able to get us anymore. So yeah, you're out of shape, right? If that's you, not saying you are. But if that's you sitting there thinking, I'm out of shape. It's never too late to get back in shape. Like God's not going to rebuke you for wanting to come back to him. And we're going to provide an opportunity just in a minute to um, just to come and be prayed for um, and just have a little bit of time refreshing your mindset to get back in shape. Like, just spend a second. Yeah, the, if the band could come back up actually now, that'd be good if you could. I didn't warn them. Sorry. Um, but before we do that, I just wanted to read another Bible verse to you. If you want to put that up there, Sharon. It's not, it's not on there. Oh, there you go. Um, and this is like the, this is the Great Commission, as it's called, right? And this is, this is from Mark 16, 15 to 17. And Jesus, is just, Jesus has just come back to life from, from being dead, right? So already it's a pretty amazing part of the story. And the disciples are talking to Jesus, and he said, And then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. And they will speak in new languages. Speaking in tongues. That's the words we use here. Speaking in tongues. When people speak in different languages. And there will be interpretations of those languages as well. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't, won't hurt them. And they will be able to place their hands on the sick. And they will be healed. So like... I'm talking about exercise, and I kind of feel like God's saying exercise to us, and there's more, there's more stuff we can exercise in the forestry, the more, more things we can do, and it's, and, it, and it's a daunting thing, like when God calls us to do something, like God might say to go and do this, or go and do that, and in, in, the, in the Bible, Jesus talks to the disciples, and he gives them the great commission of go and make disciples, so he came to the earth, set us free from sin, showed them how to live, how to do it, and then said, now it's your turn, off you go. But he didn't send them off empty-handed. He sent them off in another version. It talks about giving them the Holy Spirit, to wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon them, then go. So when God calls us to exercise, when God calls us out to do something new, when God calls us to grow and to step up and to exercise the authority of Christ, it's exactly that. It's not on our own strength that we do any of these things. So when it's never too late to get in shape and it's never too late to start nourishing and start... Um, resting and to start exercising these things, just know that at the forefront, God has called you, but he stands in front of you and goes with you. He doesn't call you and say, off you go, you've been sent and leave you. He calls you and he stays with you. Um, and we're looking at this, 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 this verse here, and I think there's, there's stuff in here that I've not seen in my lifetime, that I've not seen. So, and there's things I have seen. But there's miracles that, that we have authority, right? So when we become a Christian and the Holy Spirit's in our life, Jesus says to the disciples right here, you have the authority to command sickness. So you can speak to sickness and command healing in the name of Jesus. I have seen that a few times, and it's amazing. 
He says you can speak in a different language. And there's loads of stories of people speaking different languages and other people understanding what they said even though they don't speak that language. It talks about being protected from poison and protected from all these things. But I think God doesn't want us to exercise or to go out and do things or practice the authority or practice our spiritual gifts or go and do the next thing or just be moving forward just because that's what we do as Christians. It's because he's got so much more for us. And I think in this area, there's a need in this area, right? And there's a leadership team, there's Dave and Judith, there's people, but it's not church... Sunday church whatever it's important and it's where people meet Christ and it's when it's a dedicated day and it's the Lord's rest day but we need to bring Christ into our weeks and the only way that we're ever going to grow is if we start exercising those things and practicing those things and it's not easy but we're just going to sing a song I don't know what you want to sing go what you want I'm going to ask Dave and Judith just to stand up um, and be ready to pray for you um, I don't I wanted to say this as well and I spoke to you a little about this before but I think Dave has a ministry in teaching that I've not really seen before. So like, and people just feel comfortable with him. I say it's you, Dave. People feel comfortable with you. And you have an ability to connect with people and teach them and reach new Christians and make them understand things that are complex in the Bible through, and it's a gift that God's given you. So if you can come forward and then pray for people who want nourishment and pray for that that nourishment in their life, because I think that's something that God's given you as a, as a complete and utter anointing on you. And Judith... I know you talked a little bit of this at the conference, but there is, God has an ability to use power through you. And I think he's got more in terms of what you wanted to see as well. You're talking about wanting to see more power. But when I look at you both in the complement of your ministry, there's a, there's a, a power of, of going out and exercising and doing. If there's ever been a doer and goer, you're a doer and goer. So if you can kind of stand up here as well and just pray for people as they come out who want to exercise more. And if you want to rest more, just come, and, just come forward and get prayed for. And it's not like you have to talk to Dave and Judith, but there's anointing on their life. And there's anointing on all of our lives. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just going in circles a little bit here, but I want to make sure I get the message across that God's put on my heart today. So we're just going to sing this song. And if in your heart you want to come forward and get prayed for, it's not about me seeing you get prayed for. I'm going to go and get prayed for now because I want to, I need, to be, I need to be nourishing myself better, I think. And I probably need to be resting better. And I've got more exercising to do. So I'm going I'm to come and get prayed for. And I think we all need prayer on this. But um, let's just stand and sing and come forward if you want to receive.